Hey, sis, have you heard about Camp Horizons? No, what's that? It's an awesome overnight summer camp that's been around for over 40 years, and they have horseback riding, archery, swimming, arts and crafts, and a lot more. Ooh, that sounds fun. Plus, they have a water slide, two ropes courses, and a farm with all sorts of cool animals. Oh, Mom! Join a diverse community of campers and staff from all over the world for kids ages 6 to 16. Register today at CampHorizonsVA.com. Jeff, I need more. I need you to start treating me like the pest control guy treats me. Oh, come on. He listens to me. Ever since he started using Constant Contact, he uses analytics to understand what offers I really want. What does he have that I don't? A well-designed digital marketing platform that makes his small business more effective. Wow, I didn't even know you cared about analytics. Get into a serious business relationship. Constant Contact. All the digital marketing tools you need. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. We're going to have a bit of an off-the-cuff chat tonight. I've got, um, many, as many of you know, Stu and Glenn and Greg. So I've brought them on tonight to just have a bit of a chat and go over some of the questions that I've had in email um, from some of the new members and some people that are wanting to join. I get lots of messages saying um i'd really love to do it but i'm not you know I don't, i'm not sure how to go about it where do i start what if i get it wrong and and obviously as they go through the months and they don't instantly get a video or instantly get the footprint they ask me if they're wasting the time and they should carry on um so Stu, you've been at this in a number of years now and it will have had all of those questions yourself as will have been um what would what advice would you give? Don't give up. Uh, we we'll all we we'll get periods of self doubt, you know. Um, sometimes your area goes really quiet, or you know you'll research an area where that doesn't seem to be any sign or any activity. But you know, don't give up. It's just you know it could be just round the corner for you. You know. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. And these seasonal shifts. So they could yeah. be, as Glenn will attest probably, um, sometimes there's lots of sign in an area and then that you you can go two weeks later and it's gone. Yeah. You've experienced yeah. that, haven't you, Glenn? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just coming into my third year now, spring will be three years since I first got out and had a look for myself. And um, I, still, I, I still have had no kind of... Um, how can I say? Not physical interaction, but I've not heard anything. I've not mm. seen anything. Um, I've I've seen, as in you know, actual a being. Yeah. I've yeah. I've uh, I've videoed orbs. I've yeah. seen footprints. I've seen mm. as many stick structures. If people believe in stick structures being yeah. connected to forest folk, which I yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. As, can as you that. can, can throw a stick at yeah. kind of thing. You know, yeah. I, I see them all the time. Um, in various locations, I mean, I, 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 I probably visited in the past three years, well, I, I don't know, probably 20, 25 different locations from like 20 miles from my back door. And um, since so I've seen all types of sign, but I can't actually say hand on heart that I know it's forest folk. Yeah. So, so I'm always doubting myself. But deep down, you know, as in, 
Is yeah. it going to happen? Am I going to have? Am I going to meet anything here? You know, tonight or this morning, or am I going to see anything? And you do. Mm. You constantly doubt what whether you're doing the right thing, what you should do next. Yeah. And but I think continual repeating of what you do do is a real basis on yeah. how to you know set your yeah. research out. Really, keep yeah. an eye on the same yeah. locations. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of misinformation out there because I think people think that they they will go out and within a week they'll have all these finds because yeah. that seems to happen on YouTube. Even the reputable researchers, it might make take them four months to make that one eight minute video that you see. Yeah. So yeah. They've, they've had to walk in, they've had to take time off work, time from the family, go in, have a look. Hope, you're hoping you're getting it on the right day and you're hoping mm. that you're in the right area. So it's for all of us, it's impossible. Even I have the same doubts. Yeah. And then, you, you know, know, it just doesn't work like that. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. It's, yeah. I think it's a false... I think it's like when you watch CSI and then you think that a crime's going to be solved in 10 minutes because it is on the TV. It's almost become like that. Mm-hmm. You need... But you, you need to go through it. You need to... Um, it's how you learn, I think. It's how you start to spot the subtle signs that we try and explain to people. It's really hard to do it with words, isn't it? Mm, it is, yeah. It's, um, you know, to me, you've got to become really, really intimate with, a chore, with your chosen area. Yeah. You know, over a period of time, you know, it could be a long period of time if you can't get there every week, you know. Yeah. But over a period of time, you've got to become really, really intimate with that area, you know. Mm-hmm. So when you go, yeah. you can spot subtle changes, you yeah. know. People learn yeah. what goes where, you know. Um, yeah. You know, sort of like right, uh, this this piece, of, this area here has got good shelter. This area here, you know, like like my area, there's there's one area where it's just a car a while. So come September and August, yeah. uh, that's an active area, you know, yeah. Because, yeah, exactly. of the, because of the blueberries, you know. And it's like a jungle in there, to be honest, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. You know they're knee high, and it's just a carpet of them, you know. So mm-hmm. I know August, September time, that's where they concentrate. You know, because that's where there's a massive food source, you know, lots of vitamins and those, you know, and yeah, those wild blueberries. Yeah. 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 I mean, I can't Yeah. Autumn time, I'll know, you know, like October, November, I know things will start to die off there. So I'll start to look for somewhere else. It's got a little bit more shelter from the, you know, the autumn winds and the autumn weather. Yeah. You know? And uh, you've you've got to become really intimate, you know. I'm not saying you've got like a lot of people are afraid to, to steal of a nightmare, and you don't have to, you know. Yeah, yeah, you don't. A lot of a lot of people now they see the you know the YouTube videos where everybody's you know pitching up and they're staying all night, and yeah. you know it's not nobody says you have to if you're not comfortable with staying all night, then you don't have to, you know. And, and, no. yeah, and you miss things when it's dark. You miss things that go in the day. Yeah. Get your eye in and do it in the hours that you're comfortable with. And, and if you feel like 
staying out overnight and you're uncomfortable, just work your way into it. You might not need to. There's so many sightings in the daytime. And, you know, and plus, if you're, if you're not comfortable, you know, being in, a, in, in the woods and, the, you know, the, the wilds, if you, if you stay the night, you know, you're going to start getting frightened. You're going to start, and your mind will start treats on you. You know, and it'll, uh, it'll, it'll spoil it for you. So, you know, I'd say to anybody, if you're not, yeah, you've got to read yourself into it, haven't you? Yeah, because I think yeah. people, there's loads of people that have the interest, but they might not um, be into wild camping, or they might not be into bushcraft or survival. So they're not just learning the subject. They're learning all of the para subjects that we're into that go around that, like your wild foods and your, how you stay out for 48 hours on your own with just the tap and all of those things. I would imagine it's quite daunting to them thinking, how am I supposed to learn all that? Well, yeah. you don't because mm. the majority of the witnesses are either driving the car or walking mm. the dog. Yeah. So you could just go out for an hour or so and have a wander around and see if you can see anything. Because that's how you started, wasn't it, Glenn? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you can take it from one extreme to the other. I mean, you can go, you could just pop out once a month on a Sunday afternoon in a, in a particular wood and just go for a, a walk for like an hour, a couple of hours, just to get to know what what the place has in the way of food, what impossible sign. And then you can go to the other extreme and camp out for a week every night in the middle yeah. of winter on your own. Mm. So yeah. it covers every, everything and anything, if you know what I mean. You, you, you can, so, um, but yeah, that, that's that. my first thought was to find somewhere, yeah. look on the map, look what, where something possibly could visit. So yeah. I found the biggest wood within like 20 mile um, radius of me. And then I thought, well, the best thing then to do is go in the day and, and try and find in that wood what, like, like I say, is yeah. the water there? Are the mm -hmm. food sources there? How many people are visiting there? All things that you really don't kind of uh, immediately think of seeing yeah. a Bigfoot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah. How, how did you actually think about or get into starting, Stu? Because I know obviously uh, I, had, I had an encounter uh, back in 2015. Uh, I was I had a friend from Australia, and I took a son up to me research. It wasn't a research area at the time; it was somewhere I used to just go wild camp and you know spend a bit yeah. of time in the woods. And we had a, um, a very new with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Usual. Uh, this little. It was, like a, it was a triangle in the area. Uh, and sadly now it's been uh, it's been felled. It's no, it's not there anymore. You know, and it was the worst smell I've ever I've ever come across, Glenn. It was hideous. It was wet dog, body, uh, something else wet. And uh, we we actually thought it was either a a dead ruby or a dead sheep. You know, curiosity right. got the better of one. Uh, I said to me said to me friend right. You go 30 yards up there and I'll go in here, you know, and we'll both step in the wood, um, work our way through the through the wood and see if we can find this dead deer. He had it in his head that if it was a, a dead rule, uh, you know, he might be able to get the antlers off it, you know, the little antlers off a rule. So yeah. we stepped into the wood and there was this almighty crashing, um, things getting, you know, branches getting snapped, pushed out the way. Um and then, sorry to interrupt you, Stu. Sorry. At this yeah. point, did you have an interest or know about anything to do with it? Uh, Forest folk. Not, not in the UK. No, no, not in the UK. Right. I'd, I'd saw, you know, I'd seen the programs, you know, and Arthur C. Clarke when I was a kid and stuff like that. And, but oh, absolutely yeah, yeah. No, no idea in this country. Um, right. So, you know, the the crashing stopped and uh, the smell went. So we stepped back out the wood a little bit puzzled, you know. We went away, had our day camp, uh, and found a, there's actually in the research area, there used to be a homeless guy uh, living up there, and he'd made himself a little shelter uh, with a little wood burner, you know. So we went up there, uh, spent a bit of time in the shelter, and uh, came back, and nothing, no smell or anything, but there wasn't any breeze, you know. I thought. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe the smell's getting carried on the breeze, you know, and no, it was perfectly still, red hot day, and um, that was that, you know, and I eventually found uh, found Deb, and, uh, you know, I got into it there, you know, and it's just gone from, you know, it's just sort of, I wouldn't say it's taken over my life in a bad way, but uh, it uh, it's made things interesting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not your normal pastime, is it? No, no. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, there are people that join, not just for the outdoor stuff, because there's lots of people who join just because they like the programmes and they like the podcasts and they just like learning. Craig, you're one of them. You just soak up information, don't you? You like interesting subjects. I mean, you've the amount of things me and you have spoken about. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. I mean, Cab. Yeah, um, uh, the the world and the universe itself is is a, an extraordinarily fascinating place, um, yeah. and it's it's far more um, 
intricate uh, and, and far more fascinating than we're being told. And everybody needs to understand that there is, sadly, uh, those amongst us who mean to do us harm. And yeah. Basically, treat us uh, mushrooms, uh, keep us in the dark, and feed us shit. And the knowledge uh, is, is really the most the the most valuable commodity on the face of this earth. It's never been gold, silver, or platinum. Mm-hmm. It, it's always been knowledge, and yeah. it it has been uh, the the uh, the arsehole pedophile elites have gone out of their way to keep this knowledge from the rest of mankind because they realize that by doing so, they keep the rest of us down. If you don't know where you've come from, where you are and where you're going, you're in a world of hurt and uh, people just don't realize it. The whole of the society has been socially engineered to keep mankind dumbed down and be in in subservience to these assholes. Um, Say again, brother? Well, it's it's all about control. It's all about control and controlling people. Yeah, we've yeah. got we've got about thirteen families, uh, major, you know, super rich, yeah, uh, whose exactly. bloodlines go back thousands of years, who are uh, basically a bunch of psychopaths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Call it for what it really is. You know, uh, these yeah. people are doing more harm to the rest of humanity without the, the majority of humanity knowing. Uh, that we need to remove. I'm not a violent person, but we need to remove these people in a peaceful manner. We need to find a solution before yeah. humanity can start moving forward. And the Bigfoot phenomena, along with many other facets, is yeah. all tied into this. There are so many uh, threads to this spider's web that people need to investigate. And that's what I've spent doing for the last 11 years. The stuff I could tell people that would probably make their hair stand on end and they would absolutely not believe a word I've said. But I always say to people, and just to finish off and hand over back to you, that don't believe a word I say. If you feel inclined, yeah. then go and do your own research, go and do your own digging. Yeah. You may be yeah. shocked at what you find out. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, I think Bigfoot research, cryptid research, dogman research, all of that, people open their eyes when they start to investigate a subject that they're not used to or it's new to them and they find it interesting. They start to question yeah. other things. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's a good way, I think, of getting people, especially now we have the members group and get everybody talking and intermingling. I've learned so much from the other members just in the last six months alone, subjects that I've never even dipped my toe into that I'm yeah. now really enjoying, you know. So it, I think... A, we know that the the UK government knows that there's something going on, or we wouldn't be getting um, reports from army personnel because they're reporting them to the superior officers, police officers who are making reports. So we know the official reports are out there, but they're never going to admit it. No, they won't. It wouldn't happen because then people we we have an answer to to Big Pharma. The 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 medicines and that are out there. The forest folk know them. You know, yeah. um, I just think I think it gets you thinking outside the box. It has done with me. It's opened my mind a lot and made me start thinking about other things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it just, you do naturally question stuff, then, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. About like the energy thing. That that is it. The area itself that puts out the energy, like a battery, and that creates the phenomena, or yeah. is it attracting the creatures in in some kind of way and this energy definitely seems to form a part of it. Geo, oh, geo. Nicholas, 
if I may interject here, Nikola Tesla, one of the greatest minds of our time, mm. who meant to believe was given this uh, advanced information by channeling with uh, entities, spirits, whatever you want to call them, mm -hmm. said that if you want to know the secrets of the universe, you must first start to think in, uh, in terms of energy, vibration yeah. and frequency. All exactly. matter, all matter vibrates yeah. at a certain frequency and light yeah. is uh, that has its own frequency. The, the visible spectrum that we can mm -hmm. see very narrow. There is much that exists out of that uh, narrow visible spectrum, like infrared, ultraviolet. Yeah. We can't really see, but we know it exists, microwaves, yeah. etc. Yeah, this exactly. is where some of these beings do actually um, exist. They, they are slightly just out of our visible spectrum where we can't see them, but from time to time they slow their vibration down where yeah, we yeah. can see them and we can interact mm -hmm. with them. Yes. And, um, it, that's key, really, to understanding a lot of what's going on in the universe, you know, energy, mm -hmm. vibration and frequency. I think they just understand that a million times more than we do. Yeah. Even human beings are attuned to the energy if they You know? So I have no problem with that. And when people say, oh, that's the woo, I think that's not the woo because that's nature. And yeah. every single animal, every single bird, every plant, everything, even a raindrop is attuned to the the energy mm. of this world because we are all just energy at source, regardless of mm. what we are. So yeah. I... I'm in agreement with Greg. I think that some people are either a already on that vibrational level when they're in an area, and that's why they're having the encounter, or that your vibration changes without you realizing because you're doing something that mm -hmm. you're really comfortable with. So yeah. you're almost in a hypnotic state without you realizing it. Trans, even if you're riding your bike and you just absolutely love riding your bike. You're in that moment when you're at your most content, and I think yeah. then you open up a little bit more. Yeah, um, that's a brilliant be... way of putting it, Deb. That is, we're, we're, yeah. we're so disconnected, aren't we? From yeah. you know, from energy, from nature, from the world yeah. where we're actually part yeah. of. We each year, the human race just becomes less and less connected, mm -hmm. and um, and that's why most people. Firstly, don't believe this kind of thing because they're yeah. off like watching the latest whatever you know Kardashians or whatever, <laughs> and, <laughs> and not to watch a rabbit. Or, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like well, I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. I mean, we have to look at the other side of things as well because we we're talking about energy, and energy can be positive and both negative. And mm -hmm. we have to be honest, but there are these strange missing people, vanishing people. Yeah. Yeah. There's attacks worldwide. There's a lot going on in the negative side of things as well. And and people are saying, giving a different aspect to it in its system. It's that all energy, as I say. Is Leftovers. Or. Ch -ch 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 the DMV. Number 97. Or. Ch -ch 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 house cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Negative and positive. And you were always going to have both ends of those spectrums. Well, that has to be, doesn't it? That has to be. Yeah. 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 I, I, I have to say I was wrong because I preached for years that they were completely negative. Then I preached for years that they were completely positive. And now I'm preaching that they're either or. And it, it, that's that's just the way it's led me. So that's the only truth I have is, is the way it's led me here, if you get what I mean. So yeah. some of them are complete arseholes and, and some of them are lovely. And it just depends on the ones that you come across. Yeah, yeah. You can't you yeah. can't stick anything, a, a, a whole collection of like beings, whatever it may be, oh, into what, one yeah. bracket, can you? No, no, you no, can't. no. You've got Mother Teresa and you've got Pol Pot. You know, exactly we're all human. That, exactly. So, that. You know, um, you, you are, that's what that's what GPE. Although it's my initials, it's gaining personal experience, and that's all you can go yeah. by. Mm-hmm. It, is. It, it would be interesting. Sorry, go on, mate. It would be interesting to think, you know, like most of the Satans, I would say 90% of the Satans, people are out walking their dogs or are driving, they're in a relaxed state of mind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, yeah, right. about how many Satans occur when people aren't in a relaxed state of mind, you know, whether they're in a bad mood or they're stressed, yeah. and I'll, it's not many. Right. Yeah. 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 Or when they act like prey, and, and people are going to go, oh, I'm going to get so messages about this. <laughs> if you're <laughs> and you're acting really scared and you're giving off that vibe of you, yeah. you are prey, any animal in the world will react to that. And I'm oh. not saying they're animals, I'm just saying it's a natural reaction. So, mm-hmm. and, and we also make, we accidentally stumble into places. I've done it myself, but you should, You've ignored the signs and you've stumbled in regardless. Yeah, we've all done it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I I never felt infrasound, really, ever. And I wouldn't even know how to describe it. Other than that thing that happened at Halloween, my legs went from beneath me. I felt sick. I couldn't look out the front of the car. I was shaking. And it took everything I had. So just, I just kept saying, just get us home. Will you just drive and get us home? I couldn't get away from it. I couldn't shake it. And it was awful. And it's the only time, really, that that's ever happened to me. But I had that feeling when he said where we were going. I went, mm, and I just ignored it. And, and mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you you knew after that, you know, you should just go yeah. with what your instinct, your, you yeah. know, your, things that you can't put your finger on, but you know there's something wrong. Or, mm-hmm. or, or the other extreme, you know, something feels good. You, you really yeah. need to. We're, we're so disconnected that you, we don't go by feelings. We go by thought, don't we? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, and and you, you really need to be tapping into how you feel in situations. And Absolutely. like you said about riding your bike, when you, you're not thinking about things, you yeah. just, you know, in you're that. Moment, that is, yeah. That that's when you're most in tune. You're right. Um, that's when really help. Bye. It's like you're saying, right? Like, uh, how what disconnected, Greg? You know, Glenn. Um, uh, how disconnected have we be have we become in the past 
a hundred years. Mm. Yeah. So we're nowhere near as connected Mother Nature, the Earth, uh, no. as we used to be. No. You know, yeah. everything's, everything now is easy come, easy go. You know, you want something yeah. easy, go to the supermarket 24 hours a day, you know, TV yeah. on 24 hours a day, the internet, the radio, everything, you know, yeah. we've become so disconnected that, you know, and I think that's how a lot of people struggle now because it's getting that connection again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. If I can uh, just jump in here, guys. The the yeah. the, the pedophile elites are slapping the thighs because yeah. we are this um, disconnection that we all are, are experiencing hasn't happened by accident. It, it has been socially engineered to be that way. A hundred yeah. years ago, families used to sit around the kitchen yes. table or the fire, you know, and the father would read, and and, and reading was a big thing. But yep. today we have got so much that's been placed deliberately in front of us, TV, etc., social media, yep. to keep us continually distracted. The mere Ooh, fact yeah. that we have got so much interference in, in the terms of radio waves, again, we're talking about frequency here, yeah. but yeah. our yeah. natural senses, our sixth sense, that a lot of people are beginning to realise that we do have. You know, when yeah. somebody's looking at you, driving down the street, and you happen to turn to your left, and you see somebody looking at you, they're walking up the street. Mm -hmm. That, we have been disconnected from that one. There is a, a video on YouTube, um, The Last Surviving Druid. I have Paul yes. in the uh, members, chat. He, uh, members chat. He was saying that, you know, the uh, humans uh, race has always had the ability of telepathic communication. Yeah. Well, a lot yeah. of the uh, experiences that people have with Bigfoot is that they talk about mind speak, how the the being is actually speaking to them in their mind. And, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, this is all about knowledge. It's all about um, what uh, the elites uh, are desperate to keep from us is is keep the knowledge hidden. Now, a lot of again, we've been led into um, uh, a cul-de-sac here because the elites want everyone to think that the word occult means to do with witchcraft and all that mm. nonsense. That, yeah. is, that is the kindergarten stuff that they're quite happy for us to continue to believe in. Yeah. But in reality, what it is that's keeping from us, as I said earlier, you're keeping knowledge of how the universe really works, where we've come from, where we are and where we're going. They're, they're actually stealing our potential. Because they mm. want to keep us in total yeah. subservience yeah. to them. Yeah. That's that's the problem, them. ladies and gentlemen. That is yeah. it in a nutshell. We have to yeah. remove these people and uh, and get back get by humanity back on track again. Yeah, we need um, a sense of self. We used to have a sense of self. Yeah. I say this quite often to people, and they're probably sick of hearing me saying it. But back in the day when we were in a clan, your sex didn't matter. What you were good at was what you did. Absolutely, so at the yeah. end of the day, when you went to sleep, if you had a full belly and the fire was on and the rain wasn't hitting you, you were completely content. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you were proud of yourself for what you'd achieved that day. Yeah. And we've taken that from everybody. And we've said, well, you, we don't want you to go out and hunt anymore. And we don't want you to, you can't be the man of the house anymore. That's not allowed. You can't be yeah. the figurehead if you're a female. That's not allowed. We've taken people's tools from them. Probably mm -hmm. why fishing is one of the biggest pastimes yeah. in the UK is because you're fulfilling that hunting instinct and you get that sense yeah. of fulfillment at the end. And a yeah. lot of Bigfoot researchers get the same feeling. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. you're reconnecting back 
to we have in your blood is the soil below your feet the water that you drink it, it was your grandfather's and your great grandfather's and the thousands mm. of glenn stewart and greg's behind yeah. us we have that running in yeah. our veins so when we connect everything seems to become all those things that used to be a big drama and more can only speak for myself now becoming yeah. significant and I start to worry about other things, not worry, but care about other things. So I'm much more interested now in the birds and the bees and the fish and the seas than I am in the person I was 15 years ago when I just spent it on shoes and watched next yeah. something. Yeah. Do you get know what I mean? For me, it's been life-changing in every way, shape and form. I, I yeah. couldn't have thought yeah. 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 I think society's it's taken away people's sense of contentment. So, whatever they've got, it's not enough. Exactly. You know, yeah. if yeah. they've got yeah. a three-bedroom house, you know, and they watch, you know, they watch the TV, and you know, oh well, you know, so and so's got a, a five-bedroom house. I want one of those. I want a bit of car, and it's all nobody's content anymore with what they've got. No, no that's yeah. not happening. But if I may quickly interject, that's not happening by accident. Right to the Second World War, the TV was invented by the Germans, and that's how they brainwashed their population into becoming a warlike people. I mean, the, the, the term land actually means people. The people and the land are one, yeah. and we have to get back to that. But yeah, this is what the the uh, the arsehole uh, pedophile elites are keeping from everybody. They're keeping this this knowledge. And um, social engineering is, uh, is massive. That's yeah. how they're keeping everybody dumbed down. You know, they want people to believe in it. Like you were saying earlier, Debbie, what, what do you really need? What does a person really need? You need a roof over your head, yeah. food in your belly, warm and dry. Most people are happy with that. Yeah. But they want you to, um, to, to serve them by convincing you that you've got to buy material things that you're not very good if you don't have a four-bedroom detached house, yeah. a car, I mean, and a, yeah. and a, I mean, and a blonde on your like arm. Yeah? Yeah. You're not successful, but... I truly now understand living a simple life that I do that I'm more happier now the less I have than I've ever been. Um, yeah. uh, well, um, uh, people, you know, if you want to be happy, then get rid of a lot of the stuff that you've got because the less you have, the happier you are. Absolutely. I'm far happier now living a simpler life than I used to. Far, far happier. Yeah, and, and, you know, when you, when you give up the, you know, the want for all these material things, you start to notice the things that you, you you've forgotten about, you know, like the pleasure of sitting in a garden, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Or, well, a, or a walk in the woods, a walk along the beach, you know. Smell of garlic in spring when you walk through the woods in spring and you smell those ransoms. It takes you right back. It's like oh, it's the best medicine in the world. And that people probably think you're preaching if you say, "Oh, I'm in a town and I can't get out." Even if you can only get out for an hour, if you, you have to get the bus out or the train out. Mm -hmm. Just go and have a walk for an hour. You'd be only sat in the house for an hour anyway. And you yeah. might find that, you know, you really enjoy it. And I can't tell you how many friends I've made. From I found, if I can interject, I found that listening to birdsong now mm. in my later years in life is such a, a phenomenal uh medicine when i hear a robin burst into song that's yeah. in right next to me or a blackbird you know and you listen to the bird song okay and they're 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 singing in frequencies 
and those yeah. frequencies are are tuned to 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 soothe your soul yeah, and definitely. they do soothe your soul um yeah. we, and bring you back humans are very simple at base and we just you've made to feel ashamed now as you said if you haven't got and you've not got this and you've not got that and you've not got the other you, you used to be you feel ashamed about it but in the olden days being able to survive with nothing was seen as something to be proud of to fix and men look how carefully i remended this so yeah. we're now getting another seven years out of it there was pride in that and now no, it's so it. Buy one, don't, don't you tight ass. Get one back. They're only seventy quid in being you. That's yeah. all you ever hear these days. And you think it would a it would give people jobs. We used to have a knife sharpener. Yeah. When I were a yeah. kid, a bloke that used to come and he'd sharpen all your knives and your axes and everything, and he'd come round once a month. And yeah. you just you had him forever. You had a good knife and you had it forever. And right. sometimes just old fashioned. I think in 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 the way i think yeah do you think um do you think though that there are a lot more people now looking back and starting to get yeah. back to basics I think it, that that to me. it does seem yeah. that there are more and more people i mean obviously there's more people getting into bigfoot that's oh um, i mean do you, do you think that's you know in general do you think that people are starting to um Sure, mm -hmm. technology and and modern I living. I do. I mean, I think some people have, have words for them, like hipsters or this or that or whatever it is they want to call them. But there are a lot of people who want to rewild. They want smaller homes because yeah. they don't want to be a slave to the, the bank, paying the mortgage. Yeah. They want to be self, as self-sustained as they can. They don't want to pay to an electric company or a gas company when they can tap into the stream on the land or they can put up a wind turbine or solar. And you step one further step away from the government again then by becoming self-sufficient. They haven't got yeah. that hold over you anymore. And that's very freeing for people. And then they start to explore, don't they, Greg? Once you remove yourself one step from the government, it becomes really easy to move yourself another step away again. Mm -hmm until you, your eyes are opened for you because that's what it's been like for me i definitely think a lot of people are starting to wake up to the fact that the way society is now that's something wrong with it and yeah. you know, starting to you know starting to take pleasure in simpler things yeah mm. seem well if it goes back to the principle of sorry it goes back to the principle of kiss you know, keep it simple, stupid. Mm. I mean, every people uh, out there in uh, YouTube land, wherever uh, anyone's listening to this, people mm. have got to start realizing that everything for decades now, for hundreds of years, has been socially engineered for yeah. society to be dependent on the few. And it's those few who are now the super rich within our yeah. society who yeah. have a totally different agenda from your, com your common man and woman who live on this planet. Yeah. And uh, if, yeah. if, if people start looking at the different things that's going on in the world, don't believe everything that you see on the news. I mean, the BBC stands for the British Bullshit Corporation. <laughs> it's, it's just a propaganda mouthpiece of the elites. Yeah. There are so many false flags at events that are taking place in the world. 9-11, 7-7 bombings, etc. Westminster. These are all designed to use the oldest tool of power. And the oldest tool of power has always been fear. Well, yep. if you distract you by fear of those around you, 
you're not looking up above and seeing who the real criminals are. And yeah. this is yeah. what they're desperate to keep you distracted from. So, yeah, going back to a simple life, they don't want you doing that because you're not buying that fridge freezer. You're not buying yeah. that new toast or that new car, which is putting money in their pockets. Exactly. Yeah. It's the easiest fight in the world to win. You win by simply not buying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can have as many conferences across the world about it as you want. If you stop buying, it hits them in the pocket and they become yeah. less powerful. And you start mm-hmm. to enjoy the A, you just, you just, it's, for me, it's a sense of achievement. I think, well, I, I didn't need that. I managed to fix that and that's absolutely perfect and that'll last me forever again. And you're not putting it into landfill and you're not putting it in their pocket. So, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> And if you can Bigfoot along with it and, you know, do your research and all of that, you don't need all this big tech that people tell you that you need. I think that puts a lot of people off starting the research as well. Deb, they think they need a lot of tech. You know, they think, uh, uh, you know, thermal uh, or uh, cameras, uh, or binoculars, whatever, you know, and, you know, they need trail cams and they need this and that and the other and all the that. And you don't just go into, go into an area that you've chosen, you know, look for, like, like Glenn said, if it's got food, it's got water, and it's got shelter, go and just sit, you know, just find yourself a nice tree that you like the look of, and sit, and, you know, close your eyes and just listen. You know, you don't, you don't need, you know, a thousand pounds worth of, you know, a thermal scope, yeah, you know, sure. or, all your IR kit, uh, you know, I never take, I never ever take my IR binoculars, you know, they sit in the drone house, never take them, you know, and you, you do you know, just put your rucksack on, and get yourself away, and sit down, and that's all you need to do. And here's you know, another idea as well, you know, switch the iPhone off and leave it in the vehicle, and just yeah. go enjoy nature for what it is, don't be a slave to your phone. The amount of people you see walking down the street with their head buried in the street, not looking where they're going, and you nearly get knocked over. And you look at them and you think, really? You know, are you in that much of a hurry to die? You do hear people saying, though, don't you, that, that they have more interact with forest folk when they've got no tech with them, when they haven't got a phone or they've got, you know, a recorder. They're just walking in the woods, you know. I don't take anything out with me. I've, that's why I've stopped making the videos when I'm in the woods because I don't take anything with me anymore. Yeah. It's it's I get better interaction when I just go as me and I've got the dog, and I'm just really chilled and and and, and at me. You know what I mean? When I'm really happy, I get more interaction that way. So I just stop. I found that sometimes hey, the camera wouldn't work when I were out. Or yeah. It, yeah. I'd get video, and when I got home, it'd not be on the camera but all the other ones either side of it would be so I had so many puzzling moments like that that I just stopped taking it yeah which which brings to can they interfere with that technology I think so yeah absolutely Um, I'm positive they can they can either or I'm positive they can pick up on the on the on the EMF signals yeah uh, or the EMF interference of phones and cameras I'm absolutely positive Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was up in the area last year, you know, and uh, I came across there was like a little clearing 
just off one of the tracks. And there's a family of three, two, two adults and a teenage girl sitting having a picnic. Mm. And they're all looking at their phones. <laughs> I, walk, I walked past them about 20 yards. I mean, they didn't even look up. And I thought, well, <laughs> you're there, mm. there. You know, I thought to myself, you're out in the picnic, just put the phone away. You know? Yeah. And then I thought, I could have been I could have been one of the forest folk and they wouldn't even looked up. Yeah. <laughs> you could have been you know? doing Jack Link's commercial at the back of him and they wouldn't have even noticed. <laughs> <laughs> they were absolutely engrossed in their phones and I'm thinking, why would you come up, you know, yeah. take the time to come up to an area, you know, for a picnic and then sit on your phone, you know? You're yeah. surrounded oh. by trees and nature, you know, put your phones yeah. away and have a that just proves the point, think... sorry. No, it's not. Right. That, 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 that proves the point of just how deeply ingrained this social yeah. thing is taking place. Where yeah. people yeah. Panic. They, 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 go, they go somewhere like uh, for a walk, uh, they're walking away from the car and they realise that they haven't got the phone with them. You, I've seen so many people running back to the car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've, got, I've forgot my phone. And yeah. I'm thinking, Really, I, you know, it, it's it, it's laughable sometimes, but it's also it's, uh, very very sad. It is sad. When we have the meets, nobody gets the phone out because we're all chatting and talking about like either shared experiences or in, impossible situations that somebody's been in, and we're we're all talking. Nobody really gets the phone out until the end when they're going, and then they'll t- probably take some photos or something. But I notice that when we do the meets, you're engrossed in your sharing stories. You don't really have a need for your phone, do you? It's just well, you do, no. No, I can't wait for Bollum. I've got to be honest. I cannot wait for Bollum. Yeah. Uh, it's a grand spot, mean Deb. It's a grand spot. Oh, I can't um, wait. Yeah, I found the. It's it's really easy access um, from the from the car park to the like the area the picnic area. Uh, yeah, really it's nice and flat, uh, you know, and it's uh, it's a nice little walk round. It's not too taxing to walk round. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get to the the sighting spots really yeah. really. Easy. Um, if anybody wants to go a little bit more off track, they can do that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Or is that from uh, where you live then, Stu? Yeah, yeah, it's about uh, it's about fifteen miles from me, yeah. And it's uh, oh, wow. how many Satans is there from from Bolan now, Deb? Oh it's Lord, three um, at least that I know of. Right. When it when it comes to Bolan, I'm going to be honest. I don't just think it's Bolan. I uh-huh. think it's that entire corridor. And yeah. start, I was looking at it the other day, actually. And it starts way down below Beamish concept, yeah. that kind of area, right down there. And it just goes all the way up to the North, Northumberland border. Yeah. And you, you've got a fucking weird ale and killed it, and it's right up to that edge where it edges in Yorkshire. That yeah. is a mass of sighting accounts. They yeah. go back historically, and the, the, also some of the recent ones that we have. Devs, this uh, corridor that you're talking about, does it follow any ley lines that we know of? Um, I will do an overlay and have a look because I can do that. There's an option where I can do that. I'll have a look, Greg, later on. There is mm. a cluster in the area of Beamish and Consit where the ley lines come together because I've been working on that case recently. Yeah. And 
got five or six people in that little village that are interested in the same subject and don't know anything about each other. And I find that really strange. And well, many the fear of them Yeah, well, again, it comes back to that fear of ridicule. You know, today mm. now people seem mm. to be losing that fear of being ridiculed. Yeah, it's going. You know, telling people what they've experienced, and and yeah. that's good for us as the common people yeah. living on this earth. And mm. you know, we, if we can lose that fear of ridicule and tell people what it is that you've seen, whether they believe them or not, you know, mm. it's get it off your get it off your chest. A lot of people are coming across to uh, the channel of HowToHunt.com on YouTube and speaking with Steve. And they're actually yeah. saying to him, listen, use my name. Tell them people who I am. Yeah. I'm really not bothered, but people need to know what is going on. And yeah. uh, that's, that's, that's how we've got to approach it. Yeah, that's <coughs> happening to me more and more where people are saying, oh, I don't mind, just use my name. I'm not, you know, I'm not. I've seen a massive change in it in the last last two or three years. And yeah. the last 12 months is has been unbelievable. The amount of people that have come forward because they're either rethinking an event that happened now they've got more knowledge mm. or they just didn't ha- didn't know where to go and, and, and tell anyone and now suddenly there's a place that you can report to. And for yeah. that reason we've just been talking about, because other people have come forward, they think, right, I, I can do it. I can do it now. I can share it. Yeah, it just snowballs, doesn't it? It does. just opens it the does. gates for everybody. Mm-hmm. I was I was just trying to count the sightings in the northeast, and there's too many of them to count for me. They follow, yeah. they definitely follow in the rivers, and they seem to yeah. be going from inland to the coast and back again. That definite that that coast to coast bike route is definitely yeah. playing a part in it. That's and a, then, that's, that's Debbie will interrupt. That's a common phenomenon. The the follow waterways. Um, mm. You'll get many researchers across the world all reporting the same thing that they're often seen near waterways as a, yeah. as a means of yeah. getting to and fro. Yeah. You can see it in the north. You can see it across the country, don't get me wrong, because these clusters at the estuaries, and then you see them fan out across the waterways. So yeah. I've always kind of known that rivers were important, and I didn't know whether it was ease of walking or food sources or the fact that they use the energy of the water because it's a great carrier for energy. Yeah. But if you're in the northeast and you're interested in doing this, you're in ideal ground because yeah. you you can go across to Scotland or mm-hmm. you can go west, go over the Pennines and go anywhere you went on my on my side of the Pennines. Or you can go south and just go down and yeah. follow the food. Yeah. I mean, up here, Deb, I mean, we've got Morpeth is just north yeah. of me. It's about 10 miles north of me. And after, that's the last town, really, before you get the, before you get over the Scottish border and into Jedburgh. Yeah. There's no other towns. There's little villages, you know, but there's nothing but moorland and forest. And that's it, you know, with, with a few, like a few major roads, like the A1 and stuff like that. But... That's that's just nothing, literally. You know, I can go up, I can go up near research area and stand up on the crag, and that's nothing, absolutely nothing but moors and for, and you know the occasional forest. For as far as you can see, you know, over the Cheviots, there's no town, like little towns, little villages, but there's no cities until you hit Edinburgh. But exactly that. So you've got all yeah. those resources. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a multitude of ancient sites up there. 
Yeah. So if their players coming into play, then you can stick a pin in the map and find one. There's hundreds and hundreds of them. Where um, Glen's situated in Staffordshire, that's a similar kind of layout. And it's lots of farms, lots of woods, loads. You've got like the trend, the jet, all of it, all the rivers that are meeting up together in that area. And I think that's probably why there are so many reports. And when you said, oh, there's one road, I don't have a problem with roads here because a lot of the reports are road crossing creatures. Yeah. So it's it's not a problem for them to cross the road because people wouldn't be reporting them doing it otherwise. And chasing the car, strangely. There's quite a few. Reports where they actually chase the car. <laughs> you know? I don't know what I'd do in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd be very happy if that happened to me. But yeah, just just anywhere really in the UK that has a river that connects to an estuary, and that typically means anywhere there is a sighting report. Mm. And it just it, it's that's changed so much from when I first started out, obviously, because they only had a couple. But yeah, I wanted to touch on something. When you had your first encounter, Stu, and yeah. you said, you remember, the, the bush was crashing and moving. That's happened yeah. to Glen as well, hasn't it, in your your research area? You've had the bush. Yeah, that, that, that's the only the only time, well, well, firstly, where I've actually been scared because it was unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and secondly, that I, I, I thought, well, I, I don't know what could be making this noise, and because basically mm. it was just a massive kind of um, hawthorn bush that's probably or bushes that's uh, I don't know probably about fifteen twenty meters long, mm-hmm. um, about five meters wide, and um, a couple of meters high. But through yeah. the middle of it is like a ditch that comes that it's not quite a stream, but it's a ditch where all the fields kind of run off into. Well, like yeah. a drainage ditch type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And and I was walking towards it. It's in the, it's um it, I can't remember if it was spring or it, it was just coming into spring. And I I've, I heard and this is in this is kind of part of the wood where. I know that they're, this is where I gift because I know they're in and out of there, yeah. but they don't, I don't think they're there any kind of time. I just think they pass through. Mm-hmm. So I was like just searching it and it's a place where nobody goes because there's no footpath to it. It's right in the middle of kind of like a boggy area because it all, as I say, all the water runs into this little ditch. And I heard like, um, well, I, f- I heard, but felt more a foot stomp. Yeah. And it's, that's too big. You know how a, a rabbit will stomp its feet? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that it can't be. It's just, it, I, I felt it through my feet. And I was probably about, um, I don't know, 15, 20 metres away, a few yards away. And I felt it. And then immediately as I thought, that can't be a rabbit, the whole bush shook. It was mm. It was. It would have taken like half a dozen of us to be in the middle of it, all kind of shaking it to, yeah. to, to have that effect. And I, I, it, it really got me going because I was on my own, and I was, it was yeah. just out of the blue on a Sunday afternoon. Mm. And yeah, that that's the only time I've had something that I've, that's really kind of one scared me, but mm. puzzled me. Kind of, you know, I just could not think what could have made that. 
you know, that happen. Yeah. So well, he, it sounds a bit like what you, what you were saying. Yeah. I I mean, it was mm-hmm. you could just hear it crashing. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 this, but it was quite quick. It was over within you know two or three seconds. The whole, the all, all of this, like I say, big, long, deep, high bush, just all shook. Yeah, ever so strange. Do you think it was distracting? Say again, Deb. Do you think it was to move your arms to scare you? I, 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 yeah, I just think it, it was, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah, I'd agree. I think it's been, uh, you know. Uh, either like a distraction or uh, something unnerving to get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it it was the perfect place to be in the day for them. In that, yeah, no one's going to be in that kind of area apart from a dizzy person like myself. Mm. Um, you know, there's no dog walkers or anything like that. So it's the perfect place just to hang out in the day when you're kind of trapped. If you wasn't kind of in a big forested area, so it was yeah. an ideal place. Um, and I, I think, yeah, looking back on it now, I just think I got too close, and it was like, Maybe. you know, so, you're not going any closer, and I didn't. Say again, mate. It sounds like a really good lie at point. I mean, nobody's going to go nebbing into a, uh, a like a hawthorn bush, other, you no. know. No, I think it. I I I recognise the thump because I felt it myself. Yeah. It sounds like somebody's dropping a skip on the floor, thump yeah. like that, and you actually feel it at the same time as you oh, think that was your first yeah. warning. Yeah, yeah. I think that was your first warning that the thud. I yeah, think right. That was to move you off, but you're not yeah. to know. And I'm only surmising. I'm only get you know guessing. And then you've got a little bit closer. If we are saying that they live in family groups, there must at sometimes be females and small ones around. Yeah. So maybe just for that time of the year, it was ideal for them to be there. And then you've just come wandering in, and you've not realised what the thud's been, and you've got a little bit too close. Yeah. So in oh, the bluffing. Stu and Deb, over you over the years that you've been looking into mm. this, have you got a thought or a theory on whether they would have young at a specific time of year or throughout the year? Or have you got? I mean, have you got any idea or any thoughts on it? Mm. I'm just wondering whether they um, to, they meet up at a certain time of year and then you know their offspring is all kind of at springtime, kind of now or whatever. Yeah. Um, or, I just wonder what you what whether you, you know whether you've got any thoughts on it. Do you think it's me, the year that they'll they'll give birth or? I'm not, I'm not sure, man. I've given this a lot of thought, and mm. um, to me, having a, like you know, if they had a child at the start of winter, yeah, that's yeah. not giving the child the greatest chance of survival, is it? No, yeah, no. I agree. The lean times, the hard times, the weather, the temperature. It's yeah. not given that child. So maybe it's just a theory. Maybe they're like humans and they can they can give birth any time of year, but they choose yeah. not to. Yeah. 
Just as a per, as a woman alone living yeah. outside in the wilds, probably the best time for you to get pregnant would be like November-ish, and then mm-hmm. you have your nine months, and they're around at the the time when there's a big harvest, or yeah. you time your pregnancy to end at spring, so mm. that then they've got good weather for mm. you know give it six seven months till you've weaned yeah. it and it's on its own food, and then the winter and you can suck up for the winter. That's just a personal opinion with being a mm. female. I yep. do think that they would have to, in necessity, if they are only flesh and blood, they would have to meet at certain times of the year or their DNA would, over two or three generations, would become bad. You've yeah. got to bring new DNA yeah. into your clan, you yeah. know? So yeah. if you do it like maybe we did it, I, I am under the impression, from what I know, that um, a sexually mature male will either decide he wants the clan that's already there for himself and him and the alpha will go at it, or yep. he'll go off and find a female because the females tend to stay with the clan. They bring in the new blood. Yeah. Okay? yeah. And I do, yeah. I, I do believe that at certain times of the year, we could even call it religiously for them. I don't mean anything to do with God. I mean, I think there mm. are times when they do meet at certain times and they intermingle. And uh, where do they go between November and early spring? There's this big gap. But this year is different because this year we've had the first... I I did have a look and there were a couple of Christmas, around Christmas time, new moon, January time, but they're very far and few between. So there was a recent one in December, which was in Derbyshire. So that's, I don't know if that's, it's different to what I know because there's more people out looking now. And it mm. was a researcher that was out looking. Yeah. Um, um, it, it could just be that and I've not been getting the reports. But yeah, it, it, it's to try and stop waffling, I do believe that they meet. And, yeah. And what we see is, is the, the males 99.9% of the time. Mm. Maybe they get sort of a hormonal pull at a certain time of year. You know? Well, we do. When spring yeah. is arisen, we do, don't we? We get all right. that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking that perhaps they, um, the females kind of uh, would give birth kind of early spring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, which it seems like they live in clans, so you've, You've obviously got a dominant male yeah. um, and a mother, but then when the males become um, old enough, a lone male then's probably maybe kicked out, yeah. and he goes looking for mates kind of early yeah. summer. That, yeah, you um, spot on. So that if they're mating in summer, then um, mm. you know, you give it nine that. months, then they've got you know kids coming in uh, early spring. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I would agree. I think yeah. that's how that it would works. make more sense than anything else, really, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And it, I ask myself, where do they give birth? Because if they're females, where do they take the cells to give birth? I, I always kind of come back to the cave systems and things like that. I think that's naturally where I'd go. I'd want to get in out of the wet and be dry and maybe stockpile a bit of food because mm-hmm. I know I can't get out and, and, and see. But when you even women today, when I had my second daughter, I went, I was out and about the next day, 
So you could, if you needed to, you could pick up and move if you wanted to. But I just think comfort-wise, you would have a little hold-up area where you think, right, well, I'm fine. You know, I feel yeah. like I'm not that far away from starting. I'm probably going to take myself off there. But we just, I mean, we won't know, will we, until we sit down and speak to them. No. No. That makes sense to me. Because where do they, they must get old. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. They yeah. must get frail and they must get ill at times because people make reports that they're ill. Yeah. Or they make reports that they're sickly looking or they're very grey and old. So yeah. when mm-hmm. they people always say to me, well, where are the bodies? I mean, my normal sharp answer is, how the bloody hell would I know? Uh-huh. I've never been to a Sasquatch funeral, so I couldn't tell yeah. you. But, yeah. if, you know, if, if I had to guess what they were doing, I'd say they were either doing the sky burial thing where they leave them out and the animals eat the flesh and then you take the bones and, and yeah. you shit the bones like we did. Or they take them down subterranean. Yeah. Those cave systems have not all been looked at, have they? There's a mystery down there. Yeah, there is, yeah. And, uh, you know, like you say, we, we don't know, you know. Um, they, they could take them in the caves, they could do the sky burial, they could bury them, yeah. you know, and of course there's a camouflage anyway. You know, you could be standing on top of one of their bodies and it's that well hidden, you don't know. I remember in... Uh, in Williams' book, Enoch, yeah, he witnessed a, a Sasquatch burial of a child, wasn't it? And they put a mm-hmm. tree. Yeah. If I remember correctly, they pulled a tree up, put it's the in, yeah. and then put the tree back. So could that be why we're not finding bodies? You know, it's, it's, an, thing, idea. Yeah. it's, an, it's an ideal way, isn't it? I just think I think because we're interested in the subject, we're supposed to know all of the answers. And that yeah. is impossible. It's absolutely impossible, isn't it? You can't yeah. go with, all you're ever going to have is theory until hopefully one day you can prove that theory. Um, and we have this kind of setup now where it's wrong to say, I don't know. You know, yeah. well, what do you mean you don't know? You've rather got to come down this, but no, I haven't because I don't know. I just really don't know. That's why I'm doing There are many, uh, yeah. So there are many. Yeah, it's all right. There are many reports on the SasquatchChronicles.com, which is a phenomenal um, source of uh, information with yeah. hundreds of people uh, from accountants across the world who write into West German. Uh, a very credible guy. Um, he started out initially, you know, calling people who were looking at the paranormal side of Bigfoot as, yeah. uh, you know, flute players. But over yeah. 500 episodes, his opinion of that side of things has changed drastically, 180 yeah. degrees. And many people report seeing when something has happened to one of these creatures mm-hmm. that the clan actually picks the body up and takes it off with them. They're yeah. never yeah. left on the phone. So that's the answer. Yeah. They do bury the yeah. They're highly intelligent. They yeah, are. They outclass the human in their environment by 500 percent. Uh, yeah. They are forest ninjas. Uh, they, try, know yeah, you're, they, you're, they know you're there before you arrive. They know you're yeah. coming. Absolutely, yeah. They're tuned into this sixth sense, this telepathic ability. Even Les Stroud, um, yeah, great survivor man. In in the episode, I think it's episode 500 on Sasquatch Chronicles. He talks about how the beings were uh, were communicating with him through telepathy. Me teeth in right the tele- <laughs> telepathy yeah <laughs> and, yeah. Um, yeah and it, and people call that mind speak now so it, it is hard uh, information for people who are living in this 
digital world of watching X Factor, Coronation Street, you name it, and being attracted <laughs> to hear this stuff and think, ah, you know, what have you been smoking? You know, you're yeah. off the rock, are you? Yeah. Because they're not in anymore. So, yeah, they, they are definitely hiding their own. That's why bones aren't found. Yeah. Uh, and, and the rest, and they do um, frequent caves. The cave systems around the world are phenomenal. And there's much research to prove that the actual the Earth is hollow. I mean, yeah, there this, is that theory. This confer- yeah, this confirms that there are so many threads to this spider's web that it's not just Bigfoot, it's not just aliens, no, it's, not. it's not just the little folk, that it's all interconnected. Yeah, everything is connected, Greg. Everything's connected. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. so if that's all right with you guys, I think that's a perfect place to end it. But yeah, yeah. Worry, we will be back next month. What I will do probably is arrange it for the next time that Greg's off on a weekend and I will let you know. If you are out there and you're interested in joining us, feel free, let me know and I can pop you on and we can join the conversation. Or if you've got a question that you want to ask me or any of the guys on the panel, feel free, just pop it in the comments below. Um, so any last thoughts? Well, first we'll go with Greg. Any last thoughts for the viewers, Greg? Yeah, um, uh, you know, the mind is sometimes uh, akin to a parachute. In order for a parachute to work, it has to be open. So keep keep an open mind. Don't just shut your mind off to possibilities because the universe is is far more fascinating than you can possibly begin to imagine. Keep an open mind. And as Mr. Patrick McCarthy always used to say to me, to Greg, it is far better to travel in hope than arrive in despair. (laughs) <laughs> Fair to me, bro. That is a very good thing. Yeah. So, what about you, Glenn? What would you say to the budding researchers out there who are? Um. Well, yeah, I'd echo that. Definitely, what Greg said. Um, um. Throw everything out the window. Don't listen to what anyone says. Yeah. Go out. Enjoy yourself in nature and GPE. Gain personal experience. That's yeah. A last word from you. If you're out researching and don't give up, you know, get your boots dirty, uh, enjoy yourself when you're out there. And if you don't find anything on that day, at least you've had a good walk and you know, you've been in, a, in nature. Enjoy yourselves. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. Well, I would like to thank you all. Don't go anywhere, guys. I'm just going to end the show and then I can have a quick chat to you offline. I won't be a second. So for everybody else, as I said, if you want to get in touch, just get me in the comments below or pop an email over to me or, you know, a Facebook message and we can bring you on and you can have a chat with the guys. So until this time next month, good night. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.